All right, we did promise. We did promise. Today was going to be the TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith episode of the Ramon Foster show. Certainly for the lead. What's going on, Moan? What are you laughing about? The peanut gallery clapping. He's clapping because we were on time. (laughs) (laughs) See what happened when Dolly puts pressure on us, man? She'll be even happier when we're out at 30 minutes today because that's the new goal. We got a hot 30 today. We got a hot 30. We we got Alex and we got TJ. And I got got another one. So you want to go ahead and start the show. By the way, all of y'all are wrong. I see the 401s and 403s. Ha ha. (laughs) You ready? Opening segment, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith. That's all I want to hear from anybody here. When you have two players who win you an NFL game almost by themselves with defense, with offense accounting for more offense than the offense did for real that's worth taking a step back from all the matt canada kenny pickett blah 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 everything else here all right it really is so that means everybody beginning with james lawson right there afc defensive player of the week is alex highsmith richly deserved moan it was, man. One of the best things. One, my adrenaline was so high from watching that game at home, <laughs> knowing I got an early morning the next day, DK, that I watched the post game, man, and watched TJ Watt bring Alex Highsmith over. And you see him, hey, no, no, stay here. Stay here with me because everybody wants to put TJ up on his pedestal and rightfully so. No lie in that, right? It's okay for TJ to be put up on his pedestal, but he made it a point to bring Alex Highsmith over. And we said this to DK about Alex Highsmith. You got the bag. You've been on the verge of doing those types of things, right? You remember the conversation we had about Alex? Well, Alex kind of fell off a little bit when it came to TJ being out. No, my brethren, that dude showed out and held his own DK. And I'll say this on the best, on the best display platform you could have ever did it. He did it in America's number one show, Monday Night Football. Oh, he, he everyone's watching. You know, Evan Wirtz asks, when was the last game that the bookend linebackers both got a t- TD? I'm telling you, there's stuff that happened in this game, including the defense outscoring the offense, including two edge rushers uh, accounting for touchdowns. Uh, that's just it, it, it's historical in a way. It, not, it not all is. of it good, okay? No, I know. <laughs> and and I think it's this, too. It's okay to acknowledge that there were some woes that happened defensively. The the freaking cutback run, okay, by Jerome Ford, nobody enjoyed that. Nobody watched enjoyed watching Minka. But to say what that defense did on Monday night was historic, it was, DK. Add this to the context, too. This defense now has more scores than the offense does. They got more points than the offense does, DK. Aside from Boswell, they got more points than the entire offense does through two NFL games, man. What is this? School of the blind? No disrespect to them, okay? <laughs> That's Bayhead says Alex Highsmith and TJ Water, the only two reasons I need to fire <laughs> Matt Canada. You're cheating. You're cheating. <laughs> You're jumping the subject here. Look, we're going to have a whole hey moan for all that. We <laughs> promised two guys won you a football game. Yes. All right. People got to people got to step up for the positive here. Justin Keenan correctly points out Larry Ogunjobi without practicing all week spent the entire game in the Cleveland backfield. Did he not? 
made a play early on that Cleveland team too, man. And I was good to hear him reference as far as being drafted to Cleveland because here's a quick pro tip too about Larry Ogunjobi, man. He was a headache to deal with in Cleveland. He was one of those bright spots on that defensive line that continually showed up. And I know this isn't something that's in, in, you know, in hindsight. This is something I said when he was there. Larry O was a problem. It was good to see him get some get back to his actual former team, man, especially when they've just been putting this defense of theirs in front of everybody. They do have the talent. But I, I even cheated a little bit, DK. <laughs> I, I actually was listening to uh, – my cup was filled yesterday. You want to know why? Why is that? After we got done with this show and I was in the car driving to pick up my kid, I had a cup in my hand, okay? And this cup was being filled as I listened to this, okay? I was listening to Cleveland Talk Oh, you radio. did not do that. I, I put my oh, cup – I have nothing to do I, with this individual. I, I put my cup up to the speakers and it was filled listen to me it was filled with cleveland tears it was so good i've never done this before i said my cup runneth over dk i don't i don't know him okay i just this is is why and i'm hearing them brag about how good their team is they're a better team on paper than pittsburgh across the board they're just (laughs) way better than pittsburgh and i said more i said give me more dk and here's what they said man (laughs) that is that i didn't even know i was going that route today okay but what 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 they said was Pittsburgh's got more playmakers than we do. Our guy didn't show up, and Miles Garrett this, and TJ Watt. Every time we play him, he's the better guy. And I said to myself, I said, you know what? That's accurate. There is a level of consistency. That's why this team is hated as much as it is. I heard them, and I never understood how a fan base felt about the Pittsburgh Steelers. But there is a hate, DK. It's it's. I don't even know if it's hate. You know what it is? What is it? It's, man? it's victimization. Okay, Ooh. that's what happens when you when you they're not a rival. Okay, they're not anything to the Steelers Talk really anymore. Me. The Steelers are their arch nemesis. Look it up in the in the dictionary. It's yeah. absolutely perfect. The actual Ooh. wording of the definition. Okay, which means you can't beat them, so you hate them. Oh, but that's my. not rivalry. Okay, that rivalry is is Steelers and Ravens. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because it's. They'll win one, you'll win one. Games are separated by three points. There's a mutual respect. None of that happens as it relates to the Browns. We even okay? beat, we, we beat the Browns by more than three points on a bad year. <laughs> beat, the, the Steelers beat the Browns just now, despite the Steelers having minus seven. No, they came back against at a fourth quarter comeback. Process this. A fourth quarter comeback against the Browns. Yeah. Even though the Steelers offense registered minus seven yards in that fourth quarter. Think about that. Think oh about my. the math on that. Oh my, that, that's, that's, that's so bad, man. But to, to their point and the, the amount of thirst quenching DK that I had, hear me out, man. Um, they are upset and it's because of Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt. Uh, it, it was good to see him get his praise. And, dude, this is the other portion. Mm-hmm. That defensive player of the week could have easily gone to TJ, too. I'm just glad to see oh, Alex yeah. Highsmith play I'll bet his he was part. the other consideration. Oh, my gosh. Not even close, right, DK? I was I was so glad to see him, man, get 
his just do when it comes down to that hard work that he had and, and how he delivered on the main screen. And, and let's throw this one out, too. Nick Herbig and Marcus Golden both played a part, too. They did have a party at the quarterback also in that game, man. We mentioned this being the case. You want TJ? Get him more Get him more guys to surround him with. And, and Alex, Marcus, and doggone Nick played a part in that. Either Nick Herbig or Marcus Golden had a better statistical output than Miles Garrett in this game. Think about that. Oh, it's not even a shot. It's not oh even a my. shot. Look at the box score. Okay, I don't want to hear about his PFF or, or any other how who, how weird. often he beat Dan Moore and whatever else. It's not. It's not weird. They're trying to make a point that oh they're my. so sophisticated and they're so this that they can even grade him because. And the other thing they know is that everybody's going to talk about him. Yeah, if they do that, that's all. You know, that's that, that's that's all that is. Look, the city of Pittsburgh is blessed right now to have the best edge rushing duo in the National Football League. The Steelers aren't going to be able to count on them to do that all by themselves. Right. Every Sunday. And yeah. that part and, and that's got, go ahead. That's grinding too. That's grinding for one side of the ball to be able to hold up the weight of the team. Like I told you, like Super Bowl windows before we go to the Hey Moan segment, DK, uh-huh. is a co- is a combination of a good defense. A, and let me say this, earmuffs, kids, a damn good defense and a above-average offense with some clutch plays and some luck sprinkled a part of it, DK. Tell me where I'm wrong. Oh, when it, it, comes, to the, when it comes to the Browns, you're never wrong. I once covered yes. a player. Dude was a left guard. Yeah, tell me about him. It was Cleveland week. Yeah. And I talked about how bad they were and how that was. And this left guard looked up at me and said, treat them as such. <laughs> I love the background laughs. And the right guard who was sitting next to the left guard exploded in laughter, which he did not <laughs> often do, meaning David DeCastro. <laughs> Treat them as such. And and do you know what? Yes. And do you know what? Do you know what David DeCastro chimed into this conversation? Finish it off, DK. Bleeping college team. (laughs) I remember. You remember that? (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. And you don't ever get DeCastro like this. But one, he knew he could trust you and he knew we weren't wrong. And we're going to always treat them like that. You dog right. <laughs> Years <laughs> later, Dave Secret is out. <laughs> he said, I forgot he said that. Sleeping college team. <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, when we come back, believe it or not, there will be a segment better than this one. It's going to be the only segment that matters. And, and, and I'm going to start it off before we get to what is all. Hey, Moan, I got you, DK. <laughs> That's good college team. He didn't lie. <laughs> At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Nick is my new hero. Says he's crying from laughing. That's what we just did through the whole break. <laughs> we did, and I actually said to myself what David actually said out loud, and I was like, "He did." I just did say it with that. her. Yeah, I just did he, it with her. I did it with the full word. Bleeping 
college, college team, team man god dk uh, Ooh, we have new good. members here mr l comes in as a new member kia yarbrough comes in as a new member if you'd like to become one yourself you can do that by going to dkps.net slash join which we're going to put on the screen here for you in a moment we currently have there it is dkps.net slash join yeah is where to come to make sure you're all the way in with us daniel pike make sure that 10 of you who can't uh, afford it can pick these up just by hitting accept memberships uh on your on your account daniel pike comes in with with 10 gifts uh, that yeah. is much appreciated here what did you say they're all scooped up oh she said they've already they're been all taken. been scooped so, up yeah, daniel Jeez. daniel's action uh, was resulted in, in a quick reaction. 1,266 members on this channel. Remember that the next goal around here is 2,000. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. And and we're going to get there, too. So y'all continue mm-hmm. to tell a friend to tell a friend. We're going to be here every day, man. This is what we do, man. And you might get some behind-the-scenes David DeCastro <laughs> commentary. You love that a lot, too, DK. I uh, loved it more than I should have let on in that I, professional setting. <laughs> that was so good. But he didn't lie. He didn't lie, man. No. Absolutely not. I, I want to start where I wanted to uh, pick up a little bit today, too, is this. Uh, you ready for it, DK, man? Let's go. Let's go. The Hey Moan segment is in full effect right now let's roll with it and i'm not picking this one because of the uh, contribution but this is good this is also where i want to explain something when it comes down to mm-hmm. how i've always kind of said listen to what he says michael what? h michael h man shout out to you i'm not even sure michael h is a member in here man but welcome either way and thank you michael h goes coach t doesn't strike me as a dumb coach obviously i see what you did right there obviously uh why does it feel like he's digging in his digging his heels in and not terminating or relieving him of his duties, meaning Canada? This offense can't be acceptable to him, right? Great question, Michael. And this is where I was going to tell you, DK. I wanted to lead off before we hit all the, the field. The hey, moan questions is here. If you listen to what he said yesterday and that we love a fan base that's fat, happy, and sassy. In, in in regards to the question asked about the offensive coordinator, DK, fat, happy, and sassy, lets it be known that he hears, he understands. But if he's handcuffed to the fact that he don't want to rock the boat as much, then I think that's okay, DK. I think he hears the sentiments of the fan base, the expectation of what the offense should be doing, the work that these guys have put in and is not resonating to the field. You got your answer yesterday. Has he ever fired a coach mid-season like that? There's been times where guys have gotten in trouble and have not been let go in those situations, right, DK? Mm-hmm. Look at Bunt quit on us, and, and, and he still rolled the bus back. There was no fluff around it. He just terminated, and it was over with. When you ask that question, that is he digging in his heels? No. Y'all got your answer yesterday, I feel like, DK. He understand what the crowd and the fan base and the expectation. Go back and listen to that. He's – He'll always give you guys the answer, man. Osmond Jones coming in with 50 gifts. Uh, Greg Iscat coming in with 10. Uh, We're we're ready to start taking care of some members here. Again, this is not something where we twist anybody's arm, but we don't – we're not trying to shame anybody at the uncle's table. We kind of are. We we did that. Yeah, (laughs) we'll we'll shame you at the uncle's table, especially if you've got some good questions and you're not a member. Come on, man. Oh, oh, hey. Yeah, I mean it's 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 fun to watch this this take place here. We also got to pay bills here, as Rodolfo reminds, because they're asking for it. DK, it is time for the three chefs. We're gonna have to share that money with Rodolfo. 
<laughs> Listen yeah. to Dolly. He loves the peanut gallery. At the Get-Go Cafe and Market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs guided by Rodolfo. Fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they call craveability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Osmond Crave- Jones. Man, Osmond, my brethren. Jeez, that yeah, was not, more I, than generous. God, yeah, and, and not, I never want to take away from you know. I mean, Greg comes Great. in with 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 ten. That's great. Fat, happy, and sassy. We, we that's what we should call the the membership of this place. With that, hey, hey, uh, definitely have made us fat, happy, and sassy. Osmond definitely has DK. Wow, I'm sassy now. When you got people giving up memberships like that, sassy mom. Nah, my wife won't like that. Sassy Rick Dillard comes in with Matt Canada's offense is like dark matter. Theoretically, it makes some sense in simulations, but there's zero proof that it exists. <laughs> Here's the problem, though, Rick. What's that? See, the preseason did happen, and I understand vanilla defenses and all that other stuff here, but we also saw execution. Yeah. We saw precision. We even saw a smidgen of creativity. These things did happen, and what that tells me, and maybe this is the most damning thing you can say about Canada – is that the players are there. Yeah. Okay? The talent is there. George Pickens is there. Pat Fryermuth is there for you to waste one whole lateral target on him. Okay? Jalen Warren is there mm-hmm. as the better running back, possibly, of the two that are in town. Do you follow yeah. me? Yeah. Okay? That – Clint Hurdle, former manager of the Pirates, used to have a saying – he would say, and this was in relation to, he'd see a player, a hitter, go on a rampage, hit on a few home runs or whatever else, okay? And he would say, if it's in there, it's in there. And I always loved that because he's saying, you have it. You're able to do it. It's just how often can you do it? How well can you repeat it? And how much adversity can you overcome to continue doing it? You hear that, Ramon? Yes. It's baseball, but it's the same application, isn't it? It's so real. Uh, and that honestly is the line between being a pro, a good pro, and a guy that's in the league for one or two years. How consistently can you do those things? And I think that's what this fan base is looking for. And honestly, what it deserves. Again, fat, happy, and sassy, DK. Good, good, good stuff. Gimbal wants to know if, if uh, Minka Fitzpatrick's going to be okay to play Sunday. We're going to find out. Yeah, we'll find uh, out. Never underestimate that guy. However, however, even though they said that his taking his being taken to the hospital was a precaution, when you're talking about something that's related to the chest, I don't need to tell anybody what the chest is protecting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely. so you want to make sure that you're defaulting. Uh, you know, as I mentioned the previous week, as it related to Fryermuth, you know, yep. be extra extra careful here. Uh, Mr. CJ wants to know how do you get these gifts. Does the boss have this answer? I, I was going to say the crowd usually tells you how to receive those. I thought it was good to highlight that. Welcome into the uh, welcome into the the crowd too, Mr. CJ, CJ Junior. CJ Mark Jr. Smith Jr. says, "Hey Moan, I'm not protecting Matt Canada. However, here's a thought I pondered and wondering your thoughts was the lack of the use of tight end and the result of not wishing to expose because of injury to ribs the prior week. Meaning, are you protecting Pat Fryermuth? Uh, Pat went out there. Pat was fine. Is how I look at it. Pat was blocking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He was fine. (laughs) If you're blocking, that's not a non-exertion position. No, absolutely not. He was out there. His exposure to him getting hit in the chest. I would say this. I would hope Kenny wouldn't have, have exposed him. I just think the flow of the offensive lack of plays 
is why you didn't see him uh, more often, man. I, I won't correlate it to the ribs this week. Not at all. Not at all. Not this week. Alvin Johnson says, hey, Mo, do you think it's unfair to Najee when some fans don't understand that he faces a stacked box almost every time he's in the game and Jalen Warren doesn't? Alvin, <laughs> Alvin, one, we're going to get you away from that uncle's table. But first and foremost, you are who you are in this league. Is it okay for Miles Garrett to get double teamed sometime or TJ Watt to get double teamed? You are who you are. And if you are that type of guy, you push through those moments right there. This isn't a, hey, it's unfair league. Absolutely not, man. You show up and do your job. If Jalen Warren is the guy that they choose not to stack the box up against, well, I'll say this. This may be because maybe Jalen has a little bit more flexibility in his play. I'm not sure. Maybe they feel a little bit better about the offensive sets. They give Jalen Warren over Najee. There could be a multitude of things, but to say it's unfair to uh, Najee, I don't think that's the case because here's the other thing. They stacked the box against Nick Chubb. I was just – you're cutting me. Yeah, that's All right, go it. ahead. Go ahead. You finish it no, off. No, that's it. I'm thinking, is, is Cleveland think it's unfair that everybody's loading the box against the best running back in the league? And then, by the way, whenever Cleveland's other running back came into the game, eventually, after only after they tried four receiver, five receiver sets, uh, he wasn't facing those boxes, and he, no. had, he ran a couple of big plays. It's just it's like you said. How did you put it, Moan? That was way better. It was way better. You are who you are. You are who you are. And this is the other thing. Najee got somebody he can call directly, and I guarantee you he got his number. Tell him come down here to Tennessee and holler at Derek Henry. They stacked the heck out of the box with him, okay? You have to. You have to. That's just the game, my brother. I'm sorry, but that's just Najee's life. No, that's it's it's just a different world. Adventures in the dark says, "Hey, Moan, where the hell is Glenn Thomas? He's with you. He's he in the actually. darkness right now. There he is. Uh, he's in the darkness now, man. Coaches have to play their roles, and I told you guys before, there is an ego stroke when it comes down to people having positions of power. There is no security for coaches. Honestly, they have no union. They have really no no body behind them other than the people that hire them at times. Okay." Or uh, front office feel good about a guy. 100%, man. We asked Glenn Thomas, how many of those plays the other night were his? Look, no, none. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn will be there. if He's in the building. Let's just leave it right there. He's in the building. Michael H. wants to know, has Matt Canada been fired yet? Not yet. As it stands on this Wednesday, hump day. Absolutely not. Has uh, has not been fired. No. Mike Schroeder says, hey, Moan, how much of the offense do you think is the Steelers just needing to gel? the way you talked about last season? I said give it four weeks. I I think it's okay. You saw a step in the right direction. You got to win. A win buys you time. I saw somebody earlier say this too. uh, You know, can we calm down just a bit? That's fair. Uh, This group got to come together. The offense is usually a tick or two behind before the defense is. That is something that I feel like needs to be explored a little bit more. I know they're panicking in Cincinnati. They're panicking all over the place. I think Minnesota's 0-2, and they got probably the best wide receiver in the entire NFL and Justin Jefferson, and they're 0-2 right now too. It's like that sometimes. We just want to see some progress, and that was just a little bit of it. Yeah, Grayson Brown is the one that you were referencing here. He says, hey, Moan, and it comes in with a contribution as well. Even though it's head-scratching, can we relax a little bit? It's week two. The Steelers are 1-1. It's a long season. How can the offensive line reduce pressure and why are we forcing Pickett to take so many to make so many pass attempts they gotta they they gotta fight a little bit more I, i'll say that as far as the old line goes 
you got to see a little bit more fight and being on the same page. If everybody's not practicing during the week, they need to. And so you get to a point to where you trust one another. It's that first when it comes down to pressure. And why are you forcing KP8? This is a passing league. If the guys up front, meaning the offensive line you just talked about, can't move the line of scrimmage, then you got to actually worry about – I mean, you actually got to put the ball in Kenny's hand. That's how this goes. And if you got neither, then you get a very subpar showing on Monday Night Football from your offense. He has to. See, Justin Work says Najee did have one run over 20 yards in his last year at Alabama. Why, why try to stretch him to the outside? He did have a couple of runs to the outside that were successful the other night, obviously. Uh, but it does blow your mind that he's constantly being sent out there. He's not, he's not beating anybody on the edge. No, he's not. And here's the thing about Alabama, too. They have the best of the best when it comes down to recruits. College football is how much can I out-recruit you and beat your guys up? They had one of the biggest offensive lines some of the best play calling and some of the best wide receivers and skill positions. That's how he did what he did at Alabama. I'm not taking away from him, but right now the NFL is not college. I think we all know that by now. Uh, either there needs to be some creativity as far as getting the ball in his hands so that he can create with his legs or simply <laughs> pull his reps. Why are we going to bang our head up against the wall? Crystal wants to know. She's challenging us. She does that a lot. Hey, Moan. Pat Fryermuth isn't good either, yet you two soft pad his criticism. His blocking isn't great, but no one's calling Darnell Washington tight end one. Just saying. That's a great question. Uh, I, I didn't know Pat Fryermuth was under criticism as much or needed to be criticized. The guy does his job. I, I look at his position a lot different than I look at Darnell Washington's too. Darnell doesn't have his skill set as far as speed and catching. Uh, until he shows us that, I think it's okay to assume that's Pat Frymuth's role. Again, a blocking tight end is an extension. There's only one real good blocking tight end in, that league, in this league in general, and that the one that catches the ball, that's George Kittle. Robert Cotting wants to know, where is Mike Sullivan? That's easy. The Penguins open training camp tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. He'll be on the ice with the first team. Second team comes on at 10. Th- Wait a second. Well, we got You're talking on. about the other Mike Sullivan. Talk to us, DK. There I you go. see now what's going on here. He's talking about the quarterbacks coach. How does anybody hear Mike Sullivan and not think of actual Mike Sullivan first? This is crazy. That's impossible. You, you, you know, you think about what Kenny's done. You can't say to yourself he has a quarterback coach. Never mind. That was wrong. I should. Yeah. Say here we go. Right. George Vukovic says, "Hey, Mo, and how personally do the guys take it when they see the record setting in a bad way?" Records with lack of output running the rock. Do they pay attention? Yes, they do. Yes, we did. When that number of sacks as far as Ben Roethlisberger was accumulating, you said to yourself, dang, I was a part of that? Yeah. <laughs> there is a level. of it that way, but yeah. I mean, come on. Can we we're, We can be honest on this network, can't we, DK? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. you hear that. You guys, DK, in the locker room when you're there will bring that up too? Absolutely, man. There's Again, this group got to grow up. They just simply do. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. Even if a few of them hit me up, they got to grow up and fast. Teresa says Pat Fryermuth whiffs on blocks a lot. Teresa, there's one video going around, and I know the one you're talking about, and he too. did whiff. Don't ever take viral videos and extrapolate them into being something that they aren't. Unless you see more than one of them, 
It's not a pattern. Pat's a good blocker. He really is. I'm not saying that for out of blind anything, okay? But I also know what happens when a video goes around social media. Yeah. Everyone, Aha, look at this. He's terrible all the time. If Pat has, in the game, 40 blocks and he misses one, is that still a good day for Pat Frymouth, DK? Yes. Yes, it Pat, is. A good day for Pat Fryermuth is having a coordinator with a functioning brain who can utilize the middle of the field against a team that does not defend the middle of the field. Okay. And that means as a lot of people have pointed out today, not just Fryermuth. Yeah. Okay. Darnell Washington has as many targets in these first two games as I do. Yeah. And that's not okay. No, that is, that is not okay. Here's the answer that was to the question asked earlier. When gifts are available on the live chat, just click on the gift box on the top of the chat. See it up there. And you'll see an allow gifts toggle or button. Just hit that, yeah, and then you'll be notified whenever you can get one here. Luke says we need our mojo back. He's quoting Tomlin uh, from yesterday. Are you are you a buyer on mojo, Moan, or does mojo follow performance? Mojo is confidence in your play that you can actually go compete. Guys have to see something. It's just like, again, um, a guy that can't catch the ball, and eventually he starts catching the ball back. Like That is getting your mojo back. There are some things as players that just become mental to you. And, and I think some of it could be, okay? So if they work and have those moments of good moments and celebrate the good, too, it's easy to pile on this group when it's bad. They got to find that, though. I'm with them on that. That's right. Cody wants to know why is there such a disconnect, Moan, between the end of last year's offensive line and the beginning of this year's? Is it just tougher competition? See, I, I'm wondering the same thing. You can say I that. See, I see breakdowns on the right side of the line. I'm thinking, it's the same three guys. What are we doing here? It, Isaac Salamalo is new. Yeah, uh, and 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 Dan Moore, I I actually happen to think he didn't have a great game. Yeah, he the got the job overall. done. He got the but job he, done as yeah. far as you needed him to. Uh, and sometimes that's actually pretty good. DK, uh, what's the difference? It's, it's year to year. One team is not the same as the other. And again, this group found its strain to DK later in the season. We didn't start talking about this group gelling until the last seven. Y'all got to remember that too. So there is a a portion of this season that's a reset. I hate to say that, but it is. Here comes Hodge. Says, hey, Moan and DK, does Kenny have the opportunity to call an audible? I see 10 guys in the box, and we still run Najee up the middle. Some of that may be situational, though, too. That happened towards the latter part of the game. I did see that. Uh, and sometimes coaches will tell you, just call and haul it. There are no checks to be given. Yes, he could, but that call and haul it is a part of the offense, too, because maybe when we're speaking about getting your mojo back, those guys up front will come together and start whooping some butt. Like, that is the other side of it, too, DK, you just have to lay down the law sometimes and say, call it. We're not getting off script. Michael H. gets our last question of the day. He says, hey, Moan, you talked yesterday about guys being better at run versus pass protection. Uh, can you explain what the difference is? What makes a, 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 an offensive lineman better at one versus the other, and how is that affecting the current line? Good question. I actually said they were better at the pass game. Than yeah, it was, was the other way around. Game. Either yeah. way, Michael, solid question, man. Pride in one versus the other. The golden goose is Kenny Pickett. Protecting him, and I'm sure we they've heard us, they've heard you, they've heard the coaches. You protect Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett's gonna do his thing. Watch how he reacts. And look, we gotta make sure this guy grows up. And there is a sense of pride when it comes down to how you protect and keep your quarterback upright and how you let that quarterback grow up and not have him shell shocked. As I just saw somebody say in, in the pocket whenever he's dropping back, there is that portion of that. So you take more pride in protecting the quarterback. The running game is one of those things as a as an offensive lineman sometimes, 
It's grunt, grunt work. It's part of the job. Do you like it? Depending on how good you are at it or how the flow of the game of practice is going. But absolutely loving it when you got to go against these stacked box, boxes, that can suck. So that's how, until they get their footing into figuring out what levels they need to be on, when they're combo blocking, going up to the second level, those are the things that have to happen in order for them to get better at the run game. The Bears defensive coordinator just resigned, says Bob Schreiner, and that is accurate. Uh, he says, Matt Canada, are you listening? Um, <laughs> a wait on the Chicago defensive coordinator story. Yeah. There's way more to it than football, unfortunately. It? Oh, yeah, it's, it? it's not good. Alan Williams is his name. It's, uh, it is it is not good. His name is about to be raked through mud. Marvin Wallace says, is it fair to say, Ramon, that the first six games is when the line is figuring themselves out from year to year before they start to – yeah, is that right? I've been saying that about okay. four to six games is where you need to sit. Absolutely. Yeah, guys, as promised, that's going to be where, where we end the show today at, at right around the half-hour mark, and we got nothing for you after the – after the outro yeah fat happy and sassy baby i love it dk it'll be the fat happy and sassy she got she has happy <laughs> and and which one do you want oh, so i get fat you're right she I called might it. as well i might as well go for one of these strawberry shakes up the street here then all right everybody <laughs> bye-bye peace That was me drinking Cleveland tears yesterday. <laughs> that was drinking. Oh, no. That was me drinking Cleveland tears. Oh, if y'all feel bad about Matt Canada, man, go find somewhere a Cleveland radio show uh, or podcast after you hit DK Pittsburgh Sports Online, okay? It's so I, good. I, I have an addendum to our you and Dave's story from earlier in the episode. If you ever want to really tick off a National Football League player, whether they're a starter or bench guy or anything, share with them the casual observation that some fans have that, that the worst team in the National Football League would lose to Alabama or lose to oh. Georgia. Okay? Like, so that conversation came up with Dave too, Okay. And Dave's response was, this was when Alabama was number one and the Browns were 0-16. Everyone said, do you think Alabama could beat the Browns? Do you think Al Dave goes, they would take every member of the Alabama football team off the field on a stretcher yeah. to the hospital. That's how brutal it would be. They'd have to stop the game after one quarter. Is that understood? That's oh. the, the disparity between the NFL and the college level. Please. It's so different. I'm seeing the conversation happen on the NBA side of it, too, versus national teams versus NBA. Y'all, it's, it's not even close. If you you really want to get a, a, a player upset and started about can a college team ban, the answer is hell no. It ain't even close. Just knowledge-wise, I don't even care if it's a second-year guy. I'm taking my money on the NFL dude. And, yes, it's a broke clock right two times a day. Yeah, they might get a first down or have a decent quarter. But to say that a college team can compete with an NFL team, it's not even close. On so many levels. But mostly, mostly, oh this my. is a part that people don't want to deal with. Physically, 
Okay, you take that part. Let me. I'll okay. take the other side. Physically, Go ahead. They, they would be destroyed. You would be capable of doing things to them that they've never seen or felt or even conceived in their lives. Physically, yes. Physically. Physically. And then I do this. Look at your feet. Your feet are too close. You're coming straight up the field. You can't move side to side, so I'm going to expect the bull rush. Look at your hands. You're leaning right now. The linebacker, he can't hold his water. That cornerback don't even know how to play anybody off the uh, off, off the line. You want to play us? Okay, look at your quarterback. He's tipping everything. It would be – all right, I'm going to end it right here. Catastrophic. TJ that, that's did, actual word. Go ahead. TJ did what he did to a rookie on Monday Night Football. Think about what Cam would do with a, a sophomore out of out of out of uh, college. What would what would Cam do to a sophomore out of college? I I, I mean, it, it, through the first series, the guy would be out of the game. He'd be in the hospital. Okay, I can't oh I can't gosh. get past the physical part. Okay? I'm going to the mental. Like, can you imagine? But the mental oh would gosh. impact the physical because they couldn't handle what you're bringing them, and they'd be in ambulances. Yeah, they would be. That, that's a such okay? a bonus right here. I, I like this topic right here. I like guys. it, too. We should do it one of these days when we have something a little bit slower. <laughs> but I just remembered that that came up, too, with Dave. The whole Alabama could beat the Browns. Ridic ridiculous. Yeah, Ramel even got it right here, man. How about XFL versus NFL? Even that. Come you know, on. But, but, but XFL, that, that XFL team would beat that college team i'm talking about molly wop we don't even use that enough molly wop them okay donkey kong them is what you would do goodness absolutely <laughs> randy <laughs> grab them both get up sack the quarterback with the lineman he'd get them both are, are right, there guys, guys nfl ready yes marvin harrison jr nfl ready but even he will get a welcome to the nfl moment i'm sure in training camp it won't, it won't they won't have to wait for a game yeah. All right, guys. We will uh, we'll do another one of these tomorrow. Let's do this, man. DK. Hey, hey. <laughs> Get you some Cleveland tears. Now that the Bears fall. <laughs> See you, good people. Oh, God. <laughs>